Hello and welcome to the Talking Wednesday podcast. I'm your host, Jake, aka Puncture41, and there's no Death 30 box this week. He's having massive internet issues, so we can't actually get on to a Discord call to do a show, so we're going to have to do it with a solo episode instead. So, please go check all the socials, uh, the Twitter, Talking Wed. We've got the YouTube community section, which also helps as well. We've got Discord. We will be letting people in there soon when we start getting more member people up for it. And then the membership option as well. Uh, membership gets you behind the scenes stuff of the podcast and bits that Dex does on his channel as well. So we'll start with the usual. My week's been okay. It's been a bit hectic, but it's been... Ethan, it's been good. I hope everyone else has had a good week and are doing well. So let's get on to the first match of this week, and that is the Papa John's Trophy. We are finally out of this cup. I hate cup, trophy, whatever you want to call it. It's a trophy in, it's in the title, but I hate this tournament. I don't want to be in it. Uh, I think a lot of Wednesday fans feel the same as well. 2-0 victory versus uh, Leicester's under-21. They did fight back a little bit. Pato with a really good free kick to beat the keeper to make it 1-0. And then Will Truman on his debut, making it 2-0. And it was good. It was a good win for us. Uh, we had to shuffle the pack a little bit. There was also a penalty save from Cameron Dawson from a Jack Hunt tackle. It was a bit of a sloppy tackle. But Darren Moore said to the Sheffield Wednesday uh, website, I'm really pleased because it was a professional polished performance. Delighted for Will Truman to go on his debut, and it's such a special feeling. He's buzzing in there. And you want that for a young player coming through. We've always had this situation with young players where they have an okay little bit of a game, and then we have to really go go and find a way how they can get into the team. And it's going to be hard for him to do that going forward because he is a midfielder. But if he can apply trade, and we can look after some of the youngsters. We'll be able to see hopefully more of that coming through soon. Then we go on to the 1 p.m. kickoff versus Lincoln City. So this game was pulled forward by Lincolnshire Police due to last year. There was also a whole thing of stuff turning around about getting on this train to go home. It was, it was, they were not happy, let's put it that way. And we took an early lead, I think, to Lee Gregory, and it was a gift from their keeper. It really was a gift from their keeper. He just he just wasn't thinking, and Lee Gregory pounced on it, has a lot of work to do, to be fair, and makes it 1-0. Now, the annoying thing about this game is we had so many chances in that first half, and we did not take them. And it's such a shame that we didn't take those chances because we had that issue last season. And you're thinking, right, we'll go into the second half, let's just regroup and see what we can do. Well, lo and behold, Lincoln go score pretty much straight from kickoff. It's 1-1. And we go back to this whole not taking your chances business. If you don't take your chances, teams will do this. And it was a very good taken goal by them. We hadn't woken up. And then we were chasing the game after that, trying to get into it. One of the big things in this, and we're probably going to talk about it later. I can't remember if I'll put it in the show notes or not. Ben Hennigan has picked up a nasty knee injury by the looks of it, and he had to go off. 
Uh, Will Vokes have gone off in this game as well. But when you look at the stats, we had 67% possession to their 33. Six shots to them to our 17. Three on target, three on target for us. 17 shots, three on target. Really got to be doing better there. Six corners, three corners for them, and 11 fouls to their 10. Now, Josh Windad did come out and say, we've got to do better than this. Uh, this ain't good enough. We know that. Three games now where we could have seen this off. This is on us and we need to do better now. But it was just a wasteful performance by Winter. And it's such a shame because these are the games where you need to start picking up points. If we don't pick up points in the games, we are really going to be looking at the table next season going, where did we lose points in this one this year? Because we had that last year. We looked at the table and we were looking at where we lost points. So you were thinking of a Bolton. You were thinking of the Morgan game where we battered them and then they went and got the winner. So we have to think very carefully about what how we do it next. And we're going to go into the results of the League One weekend. So Ipswich beat Derby County 1-0 on Friday night. We got a 1-1 with Lincoln. 1-0 to Port Vale. Excellent game, this one. Bristol Rovers versus Plymouth Argyle. They were... Plymouth were ahead, but Bristol Rovers have got a fight to them. And we have Bristol Rovers next. So we have to be very wary about them. They do have a fighting mentality, which, fair credit to Joey Barton, he's really installed that into... Bristol Rovers, and you can see that. So we need to be well on our game and be up for this. It's a home game, so it'll be good to see what happens there. Morecambe beat Barnsley 1-0. A bit of a turn up there. Portsmouth beat Forest Green 1-0. Peterborough beat Oxford United 2-1. Oxford, when we look at the table, when I'll go through the table in a minute, they do look like a team that are just not firing yet. Um, Charlton 1-0 versus Shrewsbury Town Exeter City 2-1 and they just got a new manager in today of well Gary Caldwell uh, good luck to him uh, Accrington Stanley 2 Bolton 3 Burton 1 Cheltenham 0 and Wickham 1 MK Dons 0 and MK Dons are not looking good at the moment they look like in a proper world of trouble to be fair so looking at the table Plymouth on top with 35 points Ipswich on 33, Wednesday on 30, uh, Peterborough on 25, Portsmouth on 25, Portsmouth do have games in hand, and Bolton on uh, 24. Now, the bottom is as follows. MK Dons with 10 points, Morecambe with 11, Boric Green on 12, Burton on 12, and then it Cheltenham and Otford both on 14. So, Otford is a team that I did not expect to see down there. It's a weird one there with uh, Otford. You're thinking, how are they down there this season? They don't seem to have gelled fast enough this year. And they haven't really changed much either in their team. So it's interesting, that one. So we will go into the news. I w and this is from the star. And this is Darren Moore talking about the result versus Lincoln City. I won't mince my words. It's the title. Darren Moore knows where Sheffield went. They dropped points from Lincoln City. Clash. Uh, he said, we feel it two points dropped. He said, his side having held 67% of possession, we dominated the game today. We knew that with them 
haven't beaten Ipswich, they wouldn't change. So we worked on the setup. We knew they could exploit them. I told the boys at half time we should have been out of sight, but we weren't. But there are two things that cost us today. A momentary lapses concentration. We have so much possession and that cost us. And that and wasteful finishing. Uh, the boys know we were wasteful finishing with the chances we had. They know they got to put it back in the net. I'm pleased we created chances to score goals. I always believe we have the players to put the ball in the back of the net. But today was wasteful finishing. I won't mint my words. It was wasteful. You dominate for such long periods. So so much of the game to, was wasteful. And it really was. It really was a very wasteful... Um, it was just a wasteful bit of a game. We just had so many chances and it just didn't help us at all. And it's just lack of con concentration. It's a mundane goal and there was nothing there to take it. And it really was one of those things where it looked in slow motion, you look back at it and we just hadn't woken up yet. Darren Moore being angry here shows us his frustration with the players. But the thing is, the players already know this and that's something that you want to hear as well. You want to hear that they are angry themselves with the game because you know they want to work on it in the future. But we have to do better against teams like Lincoln when we have that much possession. We can't keep having that much possession and then not being able to finish it. It's not going to end well if we don't do that because it's just going to be frustrating. It's frustrating for the players. It's frustrating for the fans when you have those chances. Um, he goes on to say, they dogged and credit to them, but in terms of chances, we had it and we should have won the game. And he's right, but they did get back into it. But Darren Moore not mincing his worth there. So I like that for manager. I don't know about you. Let me know in the comment section below. Darren Moore has planned laid out for Sheffield Wednesday Loney from Nottingham Forest. This is again from the start. Mighton is on loan from Nottingham Forest, and so far he hasn't pulled any trees up yet. A lot of fans were looking forward to seeing this young, energetic, young, uh, I think he's 20-year-old come into the team and do well. So far, it's not lived up to the hype yet. He's not really in a first-team mindset yet, and we're seeing... Bits of that, he had a full 90 when we played against Leicester City and we need to see him kick on. But this is what Dara said, majority of the youth career have been coming off the bench and more and coaching staff are attempting to trans transition Mighton from being an impact player to one that kick on and, and be a regular in the starting eleven. Darren Moore said, with Alex, he got full 90 minutes, said more after the win against the Young Foxes. What you have to remember, Alex, is he's, he's always been an impact player coming on the pitch. We want him here to play and start games. It does take time and he got 90 minutes against Leicester. I thought his game got better as the game wore on. He showed some great close, quick feet, which we know he brings us. He unlocks defences when people are sitting deep. And he got the ability to go past people, which is really important. Something when I heard we were getting Alex Mighton, it was a big selling point of this loan for me. I know he's blistering fat. I know he can beat a man. Um, you heard in the interview about him putting 
Barry Bannon on the, on his backside when he did a game. And yeah, it against us. So it's going to be interesting to see where Darren gets it going with this. And I'll continue here. Um, he can feel pleased with 90 minutes. It builds up the cardiac system, his body to cover over 90 minutes. We have not brought him here to be an impact player. We've brought him here to start and play games and that's what we want. Interesting wording. Wants him to be here to start and play games. So you're going to see Alex Mighton starting 11, probably middle of November, December, if that's the place we're wanting him to be. And I think he can play that could possibly make a big impact if we get this right. We're not wanting him to come off the bench, but so far that's all he's managed to get down. Um, the 90 minutes will have done him a world of good in terms of stretching his body to those levels. He got some good significant minutes again, again, and he can get himself ready again, and we'll see how he is in the week to come. And that was just his second start for Wednesday. It, uh, it came in the 3-0 win against Morecambe and Cheltenham. And we're going to have to play very interesting with what we do next with this because we have to do well in the um, game coming up. We just do. We gotta play the, some really good football. We got. We know where we need to improve, and if we can try and get more into the games and try and get him up to map fitness and play a big impact, it could be huge for us going forward. Out to hope Morecambe in FA Cup first round. This is not a glamour tie. They're in our league. We haven't done first round of the FA Cup in such a long time. Uh, this has come from the Sheffield Wednesday website. The Owls will host in the first round of the FA Cup. The Cup tie will be played between Friday the 4th of November and Monday the 7th of November. We know that the game is being played on Friday night because Sheffield United are at home on the Saturday. So this is a Friday night kickoff, 7.45. So yeah, we got Morecambe in the Cup. I'm one of these ones with this. I'm interested in this one because we go through the FA Cup and the EFL Cup or whatever it's called now. I think it's the Carabao Cup. Uh, yes, I'm going to mention so many cups again. Our good competition to go in. We've still got Southampton to play in the Carabao Cup uh, it's just after the Morecambe game, actually. So it will be interesting to see how Wednesday can do in the Cup. A good Cup run is good for the bank balance, especially if you get to the third round and you start getting those bigger-name clubs. Lower league teams, when it comes to the FA Cup, they, they need this more than anything because it's good to have a lot of uh, value to the uh, club coming in. It's a good income maker. So it'll be good to see how Wendy do in this game because Morecambe, we know what they can do when they're on top of, on top form. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But a first round cup game versus Morecambe. So this one... So this story comes from the Examiner Live and this is Darren Moore discussing the pitch side rant during the Sheffield Wednesday win versus Cambridge United. Um, 
Darren Moore has opened up on his animated touchline frustration during the Sheffield Wednesday 2-0 win against Cambridge United. The Owl boss was notably angry in the technical area during the final moments of victory. His fury was aimed towards Wednesday players for taking their foot off the gas and dying embers of the game. Despite slacking off, the Owls held on to a deserved three point and moved within one point of automatic promotion spot at the time of, read, at the time of uh, that game being played. More still appeared frustrated at a player for dropping their intensity level after the game after the 40 year old said it, it, the anger was because he was wanting to play a better tempo. And it's one of these things where you're seeing Darren Moore get more angry at the players when they're not doing their job now because he knows they can. We saw a bit of this last season with, I think it was the Fleetwood game. He came out in that interview. He, he said, they know I'm not going to come out and say what we said, but they know I'm not happy about it. And one of the things he says here is, I thought we dropped into playing too slowly. The atmosphere here went quiet and we fell, in, fell into that. We had to keep performing at our tempo and feed. We dropped the energy of game and dropped and we fell into it, into that. It only takes a second for the opponent to go. So why allow them to do that? The rant and fat were, were for the benefit of the team. We have spoken about tempo. Now, interesting what he says here. It only takes a second for the opponent to go. What happened versus Lincoln? second fun to go and we just didn't start off strong enough and Darren Moore is trying to get that into the players at the moment and it must be frustrating for him seeing us take our foot off the pedal and then when at the weekend where we have so many chances and we're wasteful and we don't score them there was a great opportunity in that game for Barry Bannon to go and he it was a good piece of defending to be fair but these keep happening and it, it's one of these things that if it keeps happening, it builds a rut of having to miss in front of goal. Lee Gregory getting a goal at the weekend was fantastic. And it brings me on to the next story in a minute. But the thing with Darren Moore, he sees how much of the game last season we lost due to silly mistakes from us, due to us not playing well, and basically taking our foot off the not killing games off and he can see that he can see that and the players having Darren Moore get angry at him and screaming and shouting is something we didn't see much of last season we're seeing it this season because Darren Moore know what the players can do now and you're going to have some of the Darren Moore out of go you know, he needs to go he's he not good enough obviously players have stopped playing for him not, none of that's happened at all the players are still playing for him. They just, he just wants them to keep that professionalness going. And if he can keep that going into, in a game, that'd be fantastic. The issue is when Darren Moore has these situations where the players are not playing to the ability he knows, he got to find a way of doing it. And at the moment, that's shouting at him. If that's going to wake him up, then brilliant. But... It is interesting that we're starting to get these stories uh, about Darren Moore getting angry at players now and saying how we need to do better, something we didn't see much last season. 
This story comes from the start and it goes with, I get enough dick from friends, Lee Gregory on silence in Sheffield Wednesday doubters. The 34-year-old bagged both in a half-fought 2-0 win, ending a run of uh, one goal in 13 appearances across all competitions and he got the one versus Lincoln as well. He claimed a sixth last week over the Cheltenham Town with Wednesday fans hoping he fought a sort of clinical touch that we saw him bag 16 goals and finish at the club top goal uh, last season. Uh, whether he paid any attention to the slowly growing question marks over his lean bell in front of goal, the chef and born forward laughed. Absolutely zero. I don't know anything that's been said or whatever. I get enough dick from family and friends, so I'm all right with it. He joked. It's about time. Look, I'm happy to get both goals today when he when it was the Cambridge game. It was a tough game, a good win. I said it before, I feel like I'm playing well and always confident. I wasn't quite getting the look of the draw and thankfully I did today. It's down to experience maybe, just brush it off and I'm always confident I will go. So it's one of those things, having Lee Gregory up and running and going is fantastic. He gets another goal versus Lincoln, add to his tally. For me, Smith needs to start going on a goal run now because we've not seen Smith be that clinical yet. Tuckwood he will be. Smith has a lot of chances and just doesn't seem to bury many at the minute. And the partnership between Smith and Gregory works very well indeed. It's a good partnership going forward. I think it, we found the right system. You have also Windass who floats around all over the place. What I've noticed recently, Windath and Barry Bannon switching positions and interchanging a little bit, having three roles. Gregory getting his goals and starting to come to a little bit form now is ideal because last season we lost a little bit of that going into the playoff run due to his injury. And I think we, I think we got enough to a point up top, we now need to see Wilkes starting to get more game time now. And Wilkes is one of these interesting ones where, for me, Wilkes needs to uh, get a lot, a bit more game time. And like at the weekend, he had it where he came on in like the 87th or 88th minute to, uh, to, the word I'm looking for. He came, he came on to have a little bit of a spell. It wasn't really anything, right? And and it wasn't. It was hardly anything in terms of a spell for the game because he couldn't do anything to change the game. He brought off Windath and he brought Wilkes on. Wilkes, if you're going to start bringing Wilkes off the bench, for me, Wilkes needs to come on a lot sooner than he is doing. And maybe we'll see him get into the goals with Gregory and Smith. And the sooner that happens, the better. We'll talk about some key updates on futures of Barry Bannon and out-of-contact players. This is from Yorkshire Examiner Live. Uh, Darren Moore insists Sheffield Wednesday will wait before making any decision on several players who are nearing the end of their contract at the club. Several members of Moore's 13th squad We'll see their deals by a next summer, including Liam Palmer, Barry Bannon, Callum Patterson, Lee Gregory. Talks remain on ongoing with Feli Fizio Deli Bashiru over a new contract. 
Moore said the coaches have reached the advantage with the midfielder in a pre-freaking last Friday. When asked about Gregory and our country situation, Moore told the media, I don't, I'll, I'll, I don't talk about that at the moment. The players will dictate to me and the club because we all feel we are inefficient here where we all know where we are. The players are under contract this season. We don't really need anything to really bring forward. The players and myself have got our heads down and are working extremely hard and we want to keep things going the way, going that way. There is so much for us to focus on uh, in terms of going forward. The players need to perform and perform well. If we are performing well, then it creates more noise and then that's what we want. It means they'll be dealing, doing the right things. Performances are big things and that's all I want from the players. Interesting that you're getting um, Darren Moore talking about the situation with contracts, considering how many players we got out in the summer. We're pretty damn sure Joff Windows will probably sign a extension to the deal because uh, he's got a one-year extension, and I can see that being signed anyway and being him being another player for another year also because he's very happy at Wednesday. He's made that very, very clear. There's some players there who I'd like to get tied down quicker than others so we just know what's going on. But this leads me on to... Uh, About, about Barry Bannon and uh, Joff Windass's friendship. Again, Yorkshire Examiner, we've got a lot from them this week. I've not been able to find many from the star this week. Uh, on, their, on their friendship, Windass said, it's a bit of a banter about Rangers and Celtic. Sing at the start, he moved and now we live, now, now, but we live around the corner from each other before, so we go for, we'd go for coffees. At the same, same interest, we both love football and watch every game on TV. We text most nights about whatever game is on and we'll text Saturday night. It's usually something I've done wrong in a game. He's usually in a bad mood with me. It's about the standard we set for each other. If he thinks I can do better, he'll be the first to text me and say, what was that? Or any chance you can do this. We have arguments about most games, to be honest, but because we care about how, how and what we do. Bannon is... Um, what is it? Uh, a player with the aptitude he's got, uh, he's perfect for someone Barry Bannon qualities. He's got vision, he can pick a path out and he can score goals. I said lots of times before, he's got, it's about eye contact with us. If it's the same with Lee Gregory or the other boy, we work up eye contact. A few of us play theory quite a bit now. You get an understanding from movements inside, inside out. I've been doing... I've never been one for speaking too much on a football pitch. Eye contact does a lot of the talking and we get that in abundance. Interesting that we have a little bit of a look into what they look for on a pitch in terms of where they think the ball's going. How think. It's interesting that bond the Wednesday players have got at the moment. It's a bond I don't think we've seen in a while that you can see them be happy off the pitch and be uh, joking and stuff. It was interesting this week, the club did a uh, goalkeeper with the two goalkeepers, like getting to, getting to know who the person is by saying something about them and the name on the paper. And Windass's nickname is uh, the Queen of Twitter, which I thought was quite good uh, because he is, he is on Twitter a hell of a lot, let's be honest. Um, so let's talk about something 
uh, it's not something you really want to talk about. But let's talk about Sheffield Wednesday's defensive concerns at the moment. Uh, in the game at the weekend, we lost Ben Hennigan. And it looked like it might be a long-term injury for Hennigan. Uh, he will join both uh, Akin Fenwu and Reese James on the list of defenders unavailable for more if it's as bad as bad we think. Um, then you've also got to think Michael Wickway as well. One more yellow card and he's suspended for games. I offer coming back. So you've got the likes of probably using Palmer, the central defender, uh, and McGuinness in a Wickway. Having... Hennigan be injured, it did not look great. It was it looked like something happened with his knee in the turf. It didn't look like a good injury. We don't know when he's going to be back yet. Uh as Daniel said, it's a worrying moment and it's a real worry for us. So hopefully he can be back soon, but it didn't look good. Will Vokes went off in the game at the weekend. Uh Dan Moore turned around and said he find it difficult to put any pressure through it. He, we gave him a few minutes on in the second half, but we had to make the change. We could have done it at half time, but we decided to see how it would go. He wasn't moving too well. We wanted to give him those extra minutes, but we managed to get uh, buyers on instead. He will possibly return in mid um, in the Bristol Rovers game, so he'll probably turn back up on Wednesday night. Reese James, Daniel said we're hoping if all goes well, it'll be a couple of weeks for Reese James to be back. That'd be great because we're starting to see a lot from Reese James. He was looking good. He was looking really solid. So it's about mid-November for uh, Reese James. Dennis Adoniran. Um, Dennis is going to be a bit longer. He is back with the sports science guys and on the grass and he's running. He's very early in his outdoor work where Akin Femeru is further along the line, which is great to see. So another mid-November possibly return for uh, Dennis Adeneran. Akin Femewu uh, picked up that injury versus MK Dons. Didn't look great. And we were starting to see really good things from him as well in this game. And then he went off injured. It's like, damn, that's a player I really want to see him push on and do well. Moore said, if anything, if everything goes well, we hope to have Akin back in training in a couple of weeks' time, which is great news for us. We know when he gets back in training that he got to build things up. But Akin Femiwu will be back by the sounds of it, possible date end of November, which is really good news considering we were getting very close to maybe hearing that he might not have been back till uh, middle of uh, December, January time. So that is really good news about him coming back into uh, the squad. And like I said, he's had a really, really look good in that game. And if we are going to have someone like Ben Hennigan out for a bit, he's a player who's going to have to come in and help us with the changes and help us move forward. Michael Wetway being on that yellow card, we need to just be very sensible with uh, what cards he gets soon. Uh, I could see some changes, but we'll see what happens there. 
So let's go into the next games we got midweek, which is we got Bristol Rovers on Wednesday night at Hillsborough. Uh, Joey Barton has got the Bristol Rover players up for this. So their record is 5 4 6, 19 points, 13th in League One. Their home record is 2 3 3 uh, with 9 points. Their away record is 3 1 3 with 10 points. They are very good away from goal. Uh, their last game was a 2 2 draw versus Plymouth Argyle at home. So it'd be interesting how they've done. They've come up and played really well. Uh, Joey Barton is getting them playing some lovely football. Not a team to count out, Wednesday fans. This is a team who's playing some good football at the minute, and I expect them to do very well indeed. So let's see what happens, and hopefully uh, we get all three points at home because we need to start picking up points again. Uh, win all three and get wins. And then after the Bristol Rovers game, we have another home game. And this is going to be Burton Albion versus Sheffield Wednesday at home. Uh, they've got a record so far as 3-3-9, 12 points. They are 21st in League One. Their home record is 2-1-5, 7 points. Their away record, on the other hand, is 1-2-4, 5 points. Not a great away record for them. Great that they're coming to us. Uh, their last match was a, with this, is a win versus Cheltenham Town. But they do have a game on uh, Tuesday night, which is the night this podcast comes out. So uh, we won't have the goal line, but they've got Bolton on Tuesday. So we'll see how we do against Burton. So, Sheffield Wednesday got a big week coming up. Uh, big game at home against Bristol Rovers and Burton Albion. And it's going to be interesting to see what Darren Moore can get out of these players. We need to do some solid uh, play here by the lads. And hopefully we can go and get all three points. Been a strange talking Wednesday this week with it being myself. I tried to get it to a closer 40 as I can. It's only be about 34, 35 minutes. Thank you for listening and watching to the Talking Wednesday podcast. We hope that you're all well. We hope that you're looking after one another. And let's just come on Wednesday, get some more points on the bag. Let's see where we are come this time next week for recording. And hopefully we're going to be talking about three points at home against uh, Burton and Bristol Rovers. So six points in all. That will be interesting to see where the table lies. But thank you for listening and watching the Talking Wednesday. See ya.